Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Coach Insider podcast. My name is Swizz, here to talk about the Round 7 team discussion, Q&As, and also because it's Thursday night, the ins and outs for every team. And there's a lot to talk about tonight because there's been a lot of carnage this week in the Supercoach world. Uh, as always, check us out on all the platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Also, connect with us via Twitter and Facebook. Our Twitter handle is SupercoachInsider100, or my direct one is Swizz26. We love the feedback, the questions that you guys ask. We're always happy to talk footy in Supercoach. So thank you to everybody out there who continues to support our show, watch it, uh, watches us, or just sends us messages. It's fantastic. Um, thank you to the sponsors that we've now got, Splash uh, Vodka and Earn You. Uh, I think there's another one on the way as well that I'm sure Ben will be announcing soon. So, no, it's just fantastic. Um, every, all the feedback, we just love it. So, you know, it makes us uh, more enjoyable for us doing that when, you know, the community wants to uh, talk it through. And as, as we said, it's not just us, but all the other Supercoach uh podcasts and community out there that you know all sit there and get together and connect and a lot of chats and you know catch-ups these days so uh, it's fantastic that just this continues to grow and yeah hopefully uh, everybody's doing well out there unfortunately for me it wasn't so well last week um i've had a good week on a personal note uh, had my birthday a couple of days ago so that was enjoyable for those who follow me on socials now i went down to tassie for both games so now that was great to you know catch up with a couple of mates and dags and and cootsie and also saw a friend claudia down there so uh now it was, it was a great few days away and it's always great to sit there and watch footy and hopefully the afl continue to do that the double header in tassie is definitely a great trip to to get on especially if you like to go with a group of people uh, so no, fan, fantastic work. So I, I usually bag the AFL out for some of their fixturing, and I think we've just had rounds maybe twelve to fifteen released just before, and there's some question marks with some of the fixturing there. But no, that was one thing, and the ta- the way the Tasmanians did Anzac Day was fantastic. So now really, really enjoyed my time there. Um, unfortunately, a couple of my trade-ins really cost me. So twenty-one sixty-one this week, which put me down to, uh, another twenty-five hundred, down to nine thousand six hundred and fifteen. Uh, t- trading out uh, Raoul instead of Horn Francis when I was always going to go Horn Francis this week. Um, cost me about 40 points there. And bringing in Petrarca, which I was always looking at doing, um, but it was sort of, I was sitting in the car as we were heading up from Hobart to Launceston, still debating uh, Petrarca versus Oliver's big break even. And I even said my, to one of my mates who put Oliver in, I'm like, he's, he's a big chance of getting his break even tonight, which he pretty well much did. Um, so unfortunately, a couple of the other boys uh, jumped on Oliver and that helped their ranks. And uh, the other thing that I got caught out was Hayes on the field last week. So uh, well done to everybody who loopholed him. Um, I was trying to uh, be a bit clever and loophole Rochelle. I was thinking Hayes would definitely go a nice sort of 70-80 against GWS. And unfortunately, um, for the poor guy, the, the ACL, which will put him out, um, well done to St Kilda for uh, backing him in uh, for next year because he definitely deserves another contract. But... Um, you know, for us super coaches, that was really unfortunate for those who had him on field. Uh, and then obviously the vice captain and captain didn't really help uh, those who had gone on Oliver or the very few that had Mills. You know, really well done there because um, McRae, his first time I think he's ever gone under about 130 in Ballarat. And then Neil, you know, managed to get to about 110, but uh, unfortunately it wasn't as good as he uh, normally does against the Sun. So... Yeah, it was a bit sad on those sort of fronts. Uh, you know, and as I said, well done to uh, people who brought in Oliver or even Colin Mills. Uh, 
I'd actually discussed that with a couple of guys as I was traveling up, and I know one guy took my advice and put him in, but I was still a little hesitant because of uh, his draw. He had West Coast and North Melbourne the last couple of weeks, and that loss that they had against the Bulldogs, he only went 70, and I thought, well, they've got harder games coming up. But he played fantastic. It's one of the better individual games I've seen in quite a while, long time. Um, you know, I've seen Gaz Junior, Gaz Senior, Juddy, um, but Mills, the Hawthorne just put no attention in him. For a guy who only played, I think, 74% of time on ground, um, that was just an amazing game of footy. All right, so we move on to this week. And uh, I might just go through the ins and outs of all the teams and then we can talk about what I'm planning to do because there is a lot of changes. So West Coast has finally brought in Greg Clark um, back from injury. He's been killing in the waffle with the most disposals in the game last week. Or might have been equal to most disposals. but So he's in. Um, somebody who I've got sitting in there at the moment, um, our recommendation is usually wait the... F- couple of games this kid was oh, not really a kid because his mature age was always going to play round one if it wasn't for injury so um, it's sort of the debate between him and Hobbs I've got the money for Hobbs but I'm a little worried about it if there's been some rumors about Parrish this week if Parrish was out then I probably will go up to Hobbs but um, at the moment I kind of don't like Hobbs as much as because after with Merritt coming back earlier than expected Stringer's back um, the role that was looking like could be there for the next three or four weeks isn't there. Um, so, you know, as much as if the Bombers continue to lose, you expect them to put games into him. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm tempted to bring Clark in early and uh, and loophole him. And we've now Ward been named out. So, yeah, that's that's the first big in there. Uh, they've also lost Bailey Williams, so they're only going the one ruck, um, which is their rookie rookie ruck up against um, both Nank and Sol Sol this week so um, I'll try to pronounce it Stradenica I've absolutely butchered that but yeah so they've also lost Foley, Yo um, and Langdon's been dropped Uh, McGovern's back for them and for the Tigers uh, we've got Grimes, Soldo, Lambert, Morris Rioli, Sydney Stack doesn't change a lot there and most of the outs uh, Ross, Parker, Mansell, Tarrant, Dow and Cochin uh, probably good for Gipkus Unfortunately, traded Gipkus instead of uh, Hinge a couple of weeks ago, thinking Hinge was best 22, and Gipkus, you know, with all these ins back for Richmond, might struggle to keep his spot. And then Melbourne going 20-odd behinds, and he received nearly every kick in went to him, and it's a beautiful score there. And um, now with Tarrant out, and, Ma- and even Mansell being dropped, uh, Gipkus should still have a nice little role there. I don't think he will score as well. I don't think the ball will be down the um, Richmond defence as much this week. Um, but, you know, he, he's definitely going to make people money. And Thompson Dow being out, which is unfortunate for those who traded him in um, because he's, he had some good midfield time and with Cochin being managed, uh, yeah, they definitely would have continued sort of his role. But, yeah, unfortunately getting injured last week and I think scoring 11 definitely stunted that cash growth. And, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a trade now. Uh, Geelong Frio, the, nothing to report really for Geelong except for Oliver Dempsey continues to keep his spot. They played really well last week. The young fellow had a great chance, as I was saying on the other podcast, um, to have one of the great moments in footy with all his mates behind him to kick his first goal and unfortunately missed that one. Did get his first goal a bit later on. Uh, so Delhouse is the medical stub, so he's the worry for Dempsey. So I wouldn't be trading Dempsey in this week because there's still some question marks and Danger's not back either. So um, I'd just be waiting off on that one. For the Freo Dockers, Sean Darcy's out. That's probably big. Lloyd Meek comes back in. I wouldn't be trading in Lloyd Meek, but um, Darcy's just one to continue to monitor. Um, for those who are now trading out Grundy, some people might have actually wanted to go 
Grundy to Darcy, so uh, it's more a case if you're looking at Proust and Hayes and an upgrade target later on in the season, Darcy could be there because he did look good the other night. But unfortunately, um, yeah, he's back out injured again, which continues to ask questions. Adelaide GWS, uh, Rochelle is still in. Uh, they've got a new debutant for GWS. Uh, so Bruins out uh, and in, and then young Jake Stein's out as well. But uh, Cooper Hamilton comes in, which he'll be a forward mid in Supercoach. Uh, so there'll be somebody we can watch. Uh, the, I guess the big questions there uh, will be around Callahan, who's named on the interchange bench. Very expensive rookie. Looks great. You know, he's going to be a great player for them. Um, a lot of people are kind of looking at him, but the problem with the Giants, they have so many good players in that midfield not performing that well. Um, and, yeah, for if you can snap him up in the keeper league, definitely get hold of him. But I just don't know if he's going to be that sort of classic guy. You know, at that price, he's got to start scoring sort of 80s and above, um, a bit like sort of Helen Francis and Rochelle in that 100. Um, it's, it's a hard one to trade Callahan in at the moment. Uh, so for them, uh, the other one, yeah, as I said, Rochelle is named in the pocket, um, and I think that's about it for them. Whitfield's still named on the wing, um, so it'll be interesting to see how he comes back. Last week he continued the butcher the ball. I think he had about a 30 difference between his dream team and super coach and got 30 of that super coach in the last quarter to get him to up to a, like a half-reasonable scorer in the 60s. Um, but, yeah, obviously he's still struggling, but he's still in. Uh, Melbourne Hawthorne. And this is the big, big game for everyone because the D's have been hit with COVID. So, so far we know Petty, Pickett, Jackson and Sparrow are out. This is the much watch because, much watch because everyone's uh, looking at Gorn, Petrarca and Oliver, uh, especially Oliver because he's uh, housemates with, I think it's Luke Jackson, but I did hear um, Bedford was maybe involved as well um, in that. So... Uh, yes, it's going to be a must-watch. So if you can hold off on your trades or your premium in until they're playing at 4.30 on um, Saturday, definitely um, wait wait and see there uh, because, yeah, they could still have some more outs. I think Goodwin's not playing. There's a lot of talk because Goodwin and Gorn do hang out a lot, being Gorn being captain. Uh, so there could be that that would be just absolute carnage, especially with Jackson out. Um, their emergencies so far is Tomlinson, Baker, Chandler, and Mitch Brown. So if it was, I'm not as that worried about Gorn because you would think they'd name another backup ruck if that was the case. Um, but yes, that's a much, much, um, a wait, must wait and see for that one because um, it's going to be really interesting. For the Hawks, unfortunately, they've, tr- they've managed Ward. He looks continues to look really good, gets in the right places. Unfortunately, either butchers the ball or just doesn't get on, on the end of scoring change. Um, so he's going to be a player Hawks fan, so don't be too disappointed with his output. But from a super coach point of view, it's a bit frustrating because they're giving him every opportunity. Uh, and I thought he would have kept his spot and, and McDonald would be the one out. But yeah, definitely, they've they've kept McDonald in. And where have they named McDonald this week? It's on the half-forward flank against Bowie, so... Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, McDonald continues to say continues to like the handball. Um, I don't know if he's going to get on too many chains to kick goals this week, uh, which is unfortunate. But yeah, Ward, that, that's a bit frustrating for those who especially might have wanted some cover there in case like uh, an Oliver or Petrarca or somebody like that was to pull out. Uh, I'd still be holding Ward. Um, and then those who are thinking about trading out McDonald, well, we just can hope he sort of gets a couple goals and you know gets that that cash flow going because unfortunately he's sort of stagnant and he hasn't made enough money to ca- um, cash him out. 
Um, and then the Hawks, the other big one is in the ruck, Max Lynch up against Gorn. Gorn's style of ruck, rucking, definitely uh, a vice-captain thought. So I've got the vice-captaincy on Gorn at the moment. I'm still tempted a bit by Oliver, um, but I think Gorn versus Max Lynch, watch what Laddams did last week. Um, Laddams had an absolute field day, especially in that second half against Lynch as he, as he tied. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of backing Gorn in as the... Uh, as the guy this week, because I just think he's going to monster Lynch by himself. Uh, so, yeah, that, that seems to be the big ones. Uh, Finn McGuinness, I know a few people still have him, and Granger Barras, I know a couple of people have messaged me about having him as well. So they're both out. Uh, one's managed, um, and McGuinness is the one dropped. St. Kilda, Port Adelaide, as we said, Jack Hayes, that was unfortunate. Rowan Marshall also injured, so they brought back Paddy Ryder from suspension. So Ryder will be up against Hayes, um, which is Good for Sam Hayes owners. Um, as you can see, I've got him already on the bench. Um, some people have looked at doing Grundy down to him. Uh, so I would prefer better cover. And unfortunately, when we get onto the North game, we, we've lost some of that cover there. But it's definitely, um, yeah, you know, a thought from people if they can put that cash elsewhere. And, you know, Hayes will probably be able to sort of average around that 80 mark. We always say with that with Rucks, Rucks, when they get on the ground, they shoot able to go 80. So it's not the worst play. It's just sort of how are you going to back up in case Hayes was to injure himself or, uh, you know, um, I, well, I don't think he's going to drop. But, yeah, if, if he was to miss a week for whatever reason, how are you going to cover that? So I'm a little bit more um, keen on the whole Bruce Hayes R2, R3 at the moment. Um, because there doesn't seem to be too many other options. A few have looked at Wits, and he's traveling on really well and obviously playing a Collingwood team without Grundy this week. So, yeah, but I'm a bit disappointed because those who followed me from the start, I had him in my team, and I sort of made that last-minute trade, but at least that was because bringing in Gorn, which has sort of worked out, but I would have loved to have Wits still in there. But, yeah, for St. Kilda, Port Adelaide, not many other changes. Uh, looks like no, there's no mention of Mead in there. Uh, Wing Hagen continues to keep his spot um, but yeah I think it's more everything's as uh, as expected for that game so yeah nothing else to report there Carlton North the McKays continue not to play against each other I think it's seven times now I uh, put to the boys the other day what happens first Essendon wins a final or the McKays play against each other uh, so yeah so that'll be interesting with Ben McKay suspended um, they've brought back Coleman Jones but the big one is Cherry Foot four weeks must trade he was looking like he still had a bit of cash to make as awful as he was last week like dropped two absolute sitter intercept marks um and like you know i get it footy's a hard game and we always sit there and go you know you oh, my grandma could catch that but god tell, tell you what a couple of those drop marks were absolutely terrible for a professional footballer so yeah so bonnard coleman jones stephenson come in for our two uh Ben McKay, Ford, and Cherry. And the Blues, Silvani, Stocker, O'Brien, and Kennedy are back for Boyd, Parks, Pitonet, Cottrell, and Setterfield. Uh, those who held on to Crips, fantastic. Should go fantastic again this week. If you are looking at Walsh, the big news out of this was the rumours about Hewitt today. Uh, apparently limped off at training, so that's another must-watch. Could be absolutely carnage for our back line. Um, so I'm sure we'll get more news about that tomorrow. We all hope that he plays. But yeah, that could be a late-out scenario. The Blues got Setterfield, Carroll, Plowman, and Cottrell as their emergencies. So you would think if Hewitt was to pull out, Setterfield comes in and probably Cottrell goes to the sub. Um, yeah, so that, that could be absolute devastation here. 
110 Sunday, we've got the Pies versus the Suns. Out goes Brody Grundy and also Kruger, the backup ruck. So, yeah, that's that's huge. Uh, ins are Begg, Cox, Henry, Bianco and Brown. And the Suns out Corbett and Powell for McPherson, Lacocious, Farah, Roses and Atkins. Now, Roses is on an extended bench, currently 7th on that bench. So that'll have to be wait until finalise of teams tomorrow. Um, so everyone's wanting to hopefully trade him, him in. Um, it could be a situation where they name him sub, which would be the worst case scenario for us. You'd rather him just not be named at all. But yeah, we'll have to see because Atkins, Burgess, Burgess, Davis, Ferrarini, McPherson, Markov, Roses and Sharp all on that bench. Uh, so yeah, you would expect, especially probably uh, Atkins, McPherson, Ferrarini probably get the nod. And then it'd be interesting to see which way they go there. And then for the Pies, uh, they've got Majacek currently named in the ruck, uh, not Cox. So if that was the case, Majacek may be in a draft league if he hasn't been picked up. Uh, maybe go after him. Uh, I'm not as bullish about Cox. Uh, I think Cameron should still be in that. So yeah, Darcy Cameron. So Darcy Cameron's the other one. Ruck forward. Few have asked me about him in Classic. I don't like that as much. But yeah, try to go get him in your draft leagues this week. I think he's a, just a forward butt. So he's not covering one of your ruck outs. But yeah, he should still score pretty well. Um, yeah, so that would be interesting. Pendles is named in the midfield. I really would love to get Pendles into my defense. Um, the only problem is Clary, and that was probably the issue of getting Petrarca last week. Um, it sort of stuffed me around a little bit because I would have loved to look at Pendles or Luke Parker this week. And if Clary was to be a late out, um, I'd definitely be looking at um, Pendles as an option, especially with our backlines. There was a little rumor floating around about Dacos being an out, but he's still named. So just watch that just in case. Um, as I said, car absolute could be carnage this week, but so far not so bad. Doggies versus the Bombers. Uh, we've got Crozier, Sweet, Vandermeer, Wallace, and Rook Smith in for Scott and Ugal Hagen. And the Bombers are unchanged with Brian Cutler and Reed joining the squad this week, which means Hobbs is named in the forward pocket. Um, as I said, the issue is with Parrish, Stringer, and Merritt playing in that midfield. That's his role kind of gone at the moment. Um, and it'll be interesting because the Bombers, Shield, uh, Zug Thatcher, Caldwell, Baldwin, Hind, uh, Cutler all on that bench. Zach Reid's um, that been kind of looking at as that centre half back, so might want to get games into him soon. Um, and then the Dogs, they've actually named Bont in the guts this week, so that'll be the interesting one. And the boys and I talked about that the other night about uh, how the Bulldogs are going to set up if they were to lose any more games. And Bont was playing forward, um, they'll just have to make that change. As good as uh, their side looks better with Libra in the midfield and Bont uh, up forward because if Libra went forward, um, he's just no good. He's proven before that he is a pure midfielder, where Bont in the midfield is obviously a better midfielder, but then it's sort of, you know, the whole Rob Peter, the Pate Paul situation. Um, so it'd be interesting to see sort of the dogs continue to do around that. Um, and where have they actually named Libra this week? Libra, Libra, Libra. Oh, up in the forward pocket. Yeah, I just can't see that happening. And that they, they want him around the ball. Like the, the Bulldogs forward line this week's got Bailey Smith, Dunkley, and Libert named on it. Uh, I just don't see that, that eventuating. And the probably the big game, 440, Sydney versus Brisbane. I'm actually really looking forward to this game. Sinclair, still Stephen, Sam Reed, Papley, and Will Gould is named, but on an extended bench. He actually exists. So come on, horse, look after us. Start getting this guy some games. And uh, the Lions, uh, Lohman, um, unfortunately out injured with Dev Rob 
James Madden, Cockatoo, and Fullerton on the extended squad. Uh, looking at extended bench, no, uh, nothing really changes that to fix us for the Lions. For the Swannies, extended bench, Goulden, Kennedy, Rowbottom, Papley, uh, Gould with Sinclair there as well. Um, so they've still got Laddams named starting ruck, uh, which is good. I just don't know about him as an option. Like he scored fantastic last week. Sinclair obviously coming into that squad and then Hickey's about three or four weeks away. You know, it could be a short, good short-term option, but long-term for the season, no thanks for me. Um, and uh, Parker's currently named at half forward. Mills not so good in the midfield. They've actually named Heaney in the midfield. He was getting actually down the back line quite a bit last week, taking a few intercept marks, getting himself involved in the game. Um, unfortunately, uh, with Paddy McCartan, the one-out injured, I'd be holding at least for a week. Let's see how Paddy comes up. We all wish Paddy the best because he's obviously had a lot of issues with uh, his concussions over the over the time, and he, he's got the ability to take intercept marks. If he plays that whole game out last week, he probably scores 70, 80. So I think he's worth holding on for now, um, and especially with a lot of the other carnage. Um, I'd probably would be looking, you know, obviously your Grundy's, Cherries, they're the ones first off that you'd be trading um, I've still got Horn Francis and Rochelle there if you're in that position where you haven't hurt, uh, been hurt by any of this carnage. Um, you'll be looking to move those guys on as well for sure. Um, and that's where, you know, it's a bit of a decision, decision around the boost, but I probably won't use it and just suck it up for one week and hopefully they don't lose too much cash. Q&As. Uh, so what have we got this week? Uh, we've got Brad. Thoughts on LMAC as a cheap D6. Uh, only option, only one bad score, takes kickouts. Yeah, now it's not it's not a bad call. He's not setting the world on fire as much as we kind of thought. Um, it definitely was a, um, uh, a few people I think started with him or kind of especially were looking at him when Hall went down and Zebel's been playing forward and you'd think with that ball spending so much time down in the North Melbourne back line, um, he, obviously he's picked up defender status. He got the 102 last week. So, yeah, he was actually around the ball and doing everything. He probably deserved a lot more. Um, North just don't seem to score. But, yeah, he's had scores of 140, 101, 102 so far. But he's also had 88, 28, and 76. Um, but I don't mind him as an option. At, you know, for 400,000 as a D6, break even this week of 56, you could do a lot worse. Um, so I don't mind it. Um, but just the, the always the issue, like North Melbourne just don't seem to get a lot of that pie. But yeah, I think he could definitely average, you know, 95, 100. It's not going to be top six score, but I think for value for money and with the way all the injuries are going, you could do worse than him. Like he's averaging 89 at the moment, but you take out that 28, it's not so bad. Uh, Marcus, uh, <laughs> do you think Abdul has the biggest head in the Richmond group? Absolutely. Uh, Carl, I traded out Cripps when he got injured chasing points and now desperately want him back. Do I go this week against North with a break-even of 125 or do I wait one more week and get the bottomed-out Luke Parker? Yeah, it's a problem with the... Because I was the same, I traded out Cripps thinking, well, why would there be a one-week hamstring? Came back and, God, he looked so good again. Um, my little worry about him is if uh, he could go off of such a minor hamstring against the Suns and then miss a week for that... Who's to say he can't do that again? Um, so I'm kind of holding off. I know, yeah, he should score pretty well against North. Um, but, yeah, they've still got those good midfielders in Walsh and hopefully Hewitt plays, Chera. 
Um, so I think it could be a bit of a situation, a bit like the Geelong game last week, where the points were more shared around. Um, who was the highest point getter for the Geelong? It's funny, when you're at the game, you kind of don't sometimes follow the Supercoach points as closely as you do. But yeah, Jeremy Cameron with 131 and kicked seven, should have kicked 10. Tui 130, you know, uh, their midfielders, you know, they were all around that 90 hundred mark, but they didn't blow the game out of water. So it could be a bit of the situation again this week where Cripps, you know, he probably plays well, maybe gets 120, 130 at best, but, you know, it'll be, I think it'll be more of an even spread. So yeah, Luke Parker, um, if you need a forward, definitely a great option, even if you want to bring him in the midfield this week. And that's why I kind of really was hoping Clary would be out with COVID, misses a week. Um, or if I just didn't get Petrarca, I would have been getting Parker for sure. You know, back around that ball. Uh, Swans look so good. Big games coming up, which I think they need him around the ball. So, yeah, no, that's an absolute brilliant question there. Uh, who else? Has, a few people have sent me messages on the, the old Facebook. Uh, so, Paney, uh, really good uh, cricketer. This guy, actually, same club as my, mine. Uh, and a few couple of people actually stirring up that week uh, last week and especially in Launceston got got a bit of crap in uh, the pubs for wearing the shirt that I've got on at the moment my jumper it's not a Carlton jumper it is my cricket club jumper uh, we actually start back with winter cricket this week if, believe it or not they play winter uh, they play cricket in the middle of winter about 200 clubs so uh, for any of those cricketers out there that listen and wanting a game yeah absolutely uh, you know track me down and send me a message and yeah but um, and surprisingly enough, but that's usually the question we get. We we don't get washed out that much in winter. We've we've probably been washed out a lot more in summer than we have winter. So, yeah, believe it or not, that isn't actually a thing. Uh, so he said to me, Penny, have two eighty five in the bank. Uh, thinking of upgrading Berry. Can have anyone first choice as Mills. Is he on top of his Achilles? Brayshaw, Keys, Walsh, other options, or get Pendles moving back, or will Bond stay forward and get Libba? Um, now, Payne's in a great position where he's got McRae, Steele, Neil, Oliver, Miller, Green, Cripps, all in his midfield, and he's looking maybe as an M8. Um, I think Barry's still playing a role. We haven't seen him go that big game yet, and he continues to get some really good scores to halftime and kind of fades out. Um, and I think they've got a couple of real, like, you know, he's still good against the the Suns the other day with his 84. Big against the Swans this week, probably a tougher, obviously a tougher game. But then it plays West Coast and Adelaide the two weeks after that. So I'm really tempted to keep Barry. Um, hopefully against, say, maybe West Coast, they get up early, sort of kneel the lines, sort of rest more, and then Barry does a bit more of the line share in there and hopefully can pop off at like 100 and 100 or maybe one of those big scores that he scored in the past. Um, so to answer you, Paney, yeah, maybe look at your sort of pendles this week. Liber not as much. Um, I'd probably prefer Parker, but he's still an option. There's just so many good forward options at the moment. Um, so it's not sort of like, unless you're desperate for one, um, don't need to go chasing one of those options. But yeah, maybe Parker just because he's break-even this week. Um, but I really like the Pendles call. Um, he's the guy I'm tracking for my D6, playing around the ball. Even when he drops down half-pack, you know, he still scores. And the Pies actually playing some good footy at the moment. So uh, might be even a good week this week against the Suns and that. Like, he can definitely score very well again. Uh, so that's the one. But out of those midfield choices, yeah, Mills, uh, a lot of people, you nearly have missed the boat on him. If you're going to get him, you probably have to get him this week. But they've got tougher games coming up uh, for the Swannies. They do have quite a few at home. Um, just trying to get these this Swans draw up here at the moment. But, yeah, obviously the Lions is going to be a tough game. And the thing is, they've been... 
sort of pushed, like they got pushed by Hawthorne for, I think it was 12 minutes uh, left in the game. Uh, Moore kicked the ball into the forward pocket and um, ball went out. And at the point, they led by eight points. And then the Swans were brilliant after that. It was some of the best footy I've seen in a long time. But the, the Hawks actually controlled that game for three and a half quarters. North Melbourne, they controlled it for three and a half quarters against the Swans. So, yeah, they, they're winning. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how they come up. Like they got the Lions this week, then they play the Suns and the Bombers. But then, yeah, the Blues and the Demons in there, even the Saints. There's some interesting games coming up for the Swannies. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Mills sort of goes up against those bigger games because he's been absolutely tearing the uh, the weaker teams. And uh, the other options were Brayshaw doing really well. He's averaging well, but he's still had those sort of 90 games when he's been tagged. So he's he's improved his ability to work through the tag, but um, he's yeah, it's a it's a hard one because he gets so much attention, and because Fife's not there, everyone still sort of tries to shut him down. So be interesting to see how he goes against the Cats. Keys is doing really well. I've, I've sort of compared Keys to Jared Lyons, um, just coming in, racks up the ball, is going to get no attention. We've slown out him and Laird are just working so well together, and yeah, look good. So I don't mind that one. Walsh, I'm a big fan of Walsh as well. And other options, Zachy Merritt is the one to watch. Um, you know, he comes back four weeks early from injury and pumps out 123. Yeah, a fantastic person to have in your team. He's always around that top eight mark. So he's the one that I'll be watching and possibly that one you want to upgrade around the buys. Just having a look at that buy fixture to see if that could work out. Because Brisbane, I think, but I think Brisbane actually might have the last buy. They do. The Brisbane have the round 14 buy. And the Bombers are round 12. So, yeah, you could definitely round 13, go Berry to Zach Merritt is a definite option. Or you could even go Berry to sort of a um, a Walsh at that stage. Still, if for whatever reason you, you hadn't got him at that point. Or even those round 13 guys, you've got the Crows there with Keys, Laird, or, and the Bulldogs and those who don't have Took. Uh, so there's plenty of options there. So, yeah, in a perfect world, if you can keep Berry to the buyers, um that would be an option and maybe move somebody else on. Uh, and then a few people messaged me on Twitter to, to, to Mark Kenner. Um, what has he said here? Value options. Oh, what's he talking about here? And then Curvis, next seven op, next seven opponents. Uh, so he's got West Coast, Cameron. He's got the Hawks. He's got the Bombers, Laddams, or oh, Hayes. DeConnie actually does have some really good opponents. The problem with uh, Big Nank is, you know, he actually copped a little bit about his leadership this week. Um, you know, he's he's kind of that real bash and crash ruckman. He's not one that I'm looking at. Uh, you know, he's going to get the kick big goals and take big incentive marks and be that 120 guy and that he. Like I think there was a bit of talk about Draper this week. He would have been a really good ruckman in the eighties. I think Nanks in that same mould. Um, you know, he kind of really wants to wrestle and and he's sort of that sort of leader leader who, um, you know, because of his physicality, I think it's the best way to put it. Um, out there, you know, show big moments like that. Not more like Gorn, who's going to you know kick you a big goal, take a big intercept mark. But it's not a terrible option. Uh, what What's the uh, Nank price there? Uh, Four sixty-five, but I still prefer those cheaper ones. So it's a bit of a pot. If it's more one, I think, um, for your drafts. But I don't think anyone's giving Nank up, and I don't think he's going to be there. The other issue is Soldo returning. So yeah, I'm not too sure about that. Um, you'd kind of with Jackson there. 
out. Yeah, I think if you don't have Gorn, mate, you'd probably go on Gorn or maybe pay up for Pruce. I think uh, Supercoach Mama was talking about this. You didn't get Pruce in. Um, and definitely thinking about paying the extra 80k to get it. So yeah, to um to Supercoach Mama out there, definitely that's probably one to uh to look at. I'm just having a look because I know a few other people sent me some stuff on Twitter this week, and uh, I want to make sure I get their questions as as well. Uh, who's it? What's this one? Supercoach. I think that's uh break e oh the break evens podcast. Yeah, definitely check them out. Grundy to Wits. And 400k for double upgrade next week, or Grundy to Gorn and 190 with one upgrade. Yeah, yeah which is going really well. Obviously, playing a, uh, a Collingwood team without Grundy, so should continue the score. Um, and yeah, the extra cash that's all I say. If you can use that extra cash, it's always um, a good thing, especially if you're upgrading one of those rookies to a midfield. But this is an opportunity to go and get Gorn. Gone playing the Hawks, no ruck. I think it's West Coast in two weeks with no ruck. Um, so yeah, if you don't if you don't have Gorn, because as much as like his break evens one twenty nine, I still think I think he breaks up, gets close enough. He has the Hawks this week, Saints, which will be just rider by himself. West Coast the following week, even with Jackson back, and then North, and who knows what they're going to be doing for their rucks by then? It'll probably still be Goldie, but. You know, Goldie is as good as he's been is getting on these days and it might be Coleman Jones playing in there. And then Frio after that, I'm, I'm not even that worried about um, Fremantle at the mo- moment with Darcy in and out. They've also had that annual match against the Pies. You know, he's going to be obviously against Cameron. So I think you've got to get on Gorn. Um, to Anders, uh, who to trade this week? Cripps for value. I haven't had him or Oliver before I miss out. Yeah, Oliver, mate. And that as good as Cripps is that uh, the break even this is your chance to get Oliver um, the only thing that changes that if he was to be out for COVID so watch that to Kalzar good bombers man Clary or Steel um, Steel not old deal for my buy structure you go get Clary Steel has got the first buy if you can hold on and that's what we're talking about Barry or someone like that um, keep them and then get Steel after he has that first buy uh, to Shane Doig Really good off spinner to Doggy. I know that. Good cricket man. Gorn and Oliver or Cripps and Oliver this week. Go and get Gorn and Oliver, mate. And, that, and that's no disrespect to Cripps. I think it's still a great pick. Um, and a lot of people looking at him from cheaper. I guess it just comes down to if, uh, for example, if you're going to use a boost and you could do something extra with that money, you might have to get a Parker or a Pendles in, then that would be a different story. But yeah, I think Gorn and Oliver, you want these Melbourne players. They're, they don't look like losing a game at the moment. That they've sort of been playing in second, third gear. Even against the Tigers the other night, yeah, they won by 22. They probably should have beat us by 10 to 15 goals. They missed that many opportunities. So, yeah, get the Ds uh, to Corey, who I think is a North man. Um, yes, he is. Uh, what trade option is better? Grundy, Hayes, and Dacos to Parker, Keys, and Hayes, or Cherry, Hayes, and Grundy to Trelaw, Cripps, and Hayes. Well, I'd be keeping Dacos. I think a lot of people are going to be trying to keep Dacos as much of the season as possible. Uh, so I'd try to keep him. Uh, so Parker, Keys, and Hayes. So I don't mind that. Or Cherry, Hayes, and Grundy to Trelaw, Cripps, and Hayes. Uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably prefer that. Even if like you could get Parker instead of Trelaw. So if you could go Parker, Cripps, and Sam Hayes, um, I like that one better for Cherry, Hayes, and Grundy. Um, Sam Hayes is going to be good backup as R3. 
Uh, obviously, Cripps is still a really good player. He's going to continue to score well and he's got a big chance to still be top eight. And I like um, Parker over Trelaw. Um, not to say Trelaw's a bad pick, but I'd, I'd prefer that if that's what I had to, to go with. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no, really interesting week, uh, especially with the... Um, out of Grundy and Hayes and that was looking like the ones and then Cherries we all had all these rucks and now it looks like we've got no rucks Tim English obviously last week still another three to four weeks away so it's really um, throwing a real spanner in the works um, unfortunately for a few of us and I know I'm not alone here because you can see on Twitter a few people put up the every trade we seem to make it actually gets us a lower score but um, you know well done to a lot of the people who've jumped on those mid prices Gresham and Green um, yeah, Bowie continues to score well so it has been sort of the great year for mid-prices and kind of a bit annoyed that I haven't jumped on more of them um, but with the extra trades and people being aggressive uh, a lot of people got their teams pretty well set up or will have their team set up around the buy so yeah there is a point where trades are important um, because there is a lot of outs and COVID's going to continue to hit worse so you don't want to be burning all your trades but at the same time um, a lot of people are setting up their teams. Uh, so, yeah, some of those value options, if B. Parker or McDonald, Cripps, if that can save you um, some coin and that allows you to bring in another guy earlier, well, that's not a bad move either. Uh, so, though, and just to look at those rookies, uh, Dempsey, Curtis playing their second game this week. I thought Curtis played pretty well, so keep an eye on him more than probably Dempsey just because it's easier to keep your spot in North Melbourne than it is Geelong. Um, and then, yeah, Hayes this week, this is your chance to get him. Clark coming in is important, and we just hope Will Gould can be the saviour and come in at some uh, and, and make an impact, but I wouldn't hold our breath on that. Lomaya said something, I think, was it ramp, about Rampy, or oh, there was another player you was mentioning. You know, it took four or five years for him to break in, so I think that's what they're sort of thinking around Gould. Um, but yeah, so it should be interesting. There's, there's a lot of vice-captain uh, captain options this week. Uh, round set being round seven so the what do we got there if yeah, i guess if you've got sort of a keys type you could look at him against the giants but yeah the melbourne hawks game is where everyone's at um so oliver and um gorn uh the definite two there still against ports not a bad shout uh crips against north and then we've got mccray playing the bombers on the sunday is sort of the backup um, and if you've got Paddy McCartan, that's another good reason to hold him uh, because he's got the last game. So it really means you can VC anybody um, and make him the captain if need be, but just make sure you've got it set up. So you might have a DeConning, for example, there as the emergency or whoever your D6 is as the emergency and then have McCartan sitting there um, on field because that's not going to affect you. And just, yeah, swing the captaincy on McCartan if your VC goes off. But outside of that, that, should, that hopefully covers everything. Keep, uh, you know, shooting out some messages and we'll try to answer them. And hopefully we, uh, fingers crossed, we don't get much more carnage tomorrow. And, yeah, we move into round seven. And I think we're about five weeks out from the buy. So, yeah, continue to set up those teams, guys. Have a look at those buy structures. Um, and, and that's another important thing. I should have not left as late as I uh, for this moment but yeah when you're thinking about the, bringing in those players um, yeah it's important to kind of have a look at your buyers as well um, you don't want obviously you having unless you're a league player 
having sort of four, five, six guys on one line who have all got the same buy. But I, I guess if you're playing leagues, it doesn't matter. You just take the loss that week if that's how your league is set up. But yeah, no, no I wish everybody good luck this week and happy super coaching and we'll see you soon.